welcome to Palin Around, the official Uppercut podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact with the internet. My name is Caitlin, and joining me, as always, is one half of the Curse Mark Ruffalo fan club, one Jessica Cogswell. Hi, folks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like I've never heard you say that. Normally it's just hi. <laughs> I've, never, I've never said that once in my life. <laughs> um... I don't know. I guess I felt like being, um, I don't know. I don't There's know. nothing Cheerious. wrong with it. It's a perfectly no. fine greeting. I've just never heard well, you say I'm it. Well, now I'm never going to say it again. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was fun. I don't know why it surprised me so much. Uh, okay. Uh, sup, bitches. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Okay. <laughs> uh, also joining us, uh, the chicken sandwich queen when uh kayla Jouet also here i was wondering what my title was gonna be like i was just like what what will it be today and then i was like maybe i should like ask for a new title like the kylo ren stand like something no like that. i'm never gonna say that you, you well the chicken not. sandwich it, it works it works it, good because so. i'm never you're i'm not gonna say anything about that man on record you can't make me i was just thinking of like the summoning circle for like kayla and it's like a chicken sandwich like an astrology book kylo ren's lightsaber yeah harry's dials and like a bath bomb (laughs) it's not kylo ren's lightsaber though because the bitch had the opportunity to buy a lightsaber and she bought obi-wan's i just like the man it's just just adam driver (laughs) (laughs) um also joining us uh she's a streamer she's a game dev she's an all-around cool person uh we have our friend sam is here hello I was trying to think of cool? all the different ways I could have said hi, and then I just <laughs> went with hello. Just I panicked. Don't even <laughs> think about it, because then you end up saying like "Hey, folks," and then everybody thinks you're weird. So <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sorry, Jess. I don't no, know why it okay. threw me off okay. so much. <laughs> um. Yeah, Sam is Sam is our guest of honor um, today because the episode's really going to be kind of focused on uh, Sam's work in game dev uh that's that's kind of the that's kind of the episode we're gonna be talking about game dev we're gonna be talking about uh communities we're gonna be talking about leaks i'm excited it's gonna be a good episode yeah Yeah. um so i guess we can start it kind of um sam Mm -hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about like you know your role in game dev and like you know kind of how you got there and what you do so uh I I just call myself myself. There's one of me, I promise. <laughs> myself the uh, communications manager because I do everything in our communications department. I do social media. I do community management. I do all of that stuff. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind of the umbrella person. And I actually got into it because I was streaming first. They invited me into the studio at some point to stream their game. And then about a year later, they had a position open up and I didn't qualify, but I applied. Oh yeah, kids. And that's why you just fucking apply. That's why you just I was going to say, there's there's a lesson in there for everybody listening. Just do it. Just like take the shot. Just do it. The the story is actually pretty funny because the community manager at the time is someone I'm I'm good friends with, and she's the one that sent me the job listing. And when I got it, I was like, oh, I don't qualify for anything any of these, so I didn't I didn't qualify for it. So I I just said I wasn't going to apply. And then about a week later, she said, Sam, where's your application? And I was like, well, I'll send you my resume to proofread. And then, so I sent her my resume to proofread. She's like, okay, I sent it to Jess, our producer. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then about less than a day later, I got an email asking if I wanted to come in for an interview. And so <laughs> the whole process of me applying and me getting hired actually was probably only like a week. Damn. It happened really fast. I pulled over after my interview that I was late for because I was accidentally given the wrong address. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the worst. That's too. so stressful. Uh, I, I was late for the interview. I was like, yeah, I bombed this. And then I actually got the call on my way home. And then I pulled over and cried for about 45 minutes. So. Oh. <laughs> 
That's so awesome, though. I mean, like, I, I was going to say congratulations, but I feel like it's maybe weird to congratulate somebody, like, way after the fact, but congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's... we hadn't met her yet. <laughs> that's true. Um, that's, that's awesome, though. Um, I guess I, I was going to ask that as kind of like a follow-up. So, like, what does a typical day look like for you? Like, what what are your roles and responsibilities? What What are your... I don't know. I feel like it's hard because it kind of seems like you do a little bit of everything, but what are your primary focuses? Yeah. So I guess on like a, a typical day, um, I I usually start my mornings going through my emails because there's a lot of them. Um, and it's the easiest thing for me to process in the mornings because I'm not a morning person. So I'll go through the support emails. Um, I'll go through the in-game bug reports. Um and just general player reports. And then after lunch is usually when I start like going through our Discord stuff and then starting any social media content that I'm gonna be making. Also with the social media content, I do all the video editing and the graphic designing for our, our social media. Holy too. shit. So. Yeah, so you're just a full on everything. Everything, <laughs> everything there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how big is the team that you work on? Um. So I work, on a small team, um, I think there's 22 of us, including me. So it's kind of a smaller oh, wow. team. Um, yeah. But it's kind of it's kind of cool because it's small team feel kind of means everyone's kind of close and there's a lot of communication between all of us. And no matter what position you have in the company, you feel like what you do actually <laughs> makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes – because I feel like a lot of times you hear these stories, like, you know, really, really big devs. Like, you'll have people in, in different departments who never meet and their jobs are so specific. They don't see the overarching, like, picture of, like, that game that they're actually making. It's all kind of like, okay, you have the stuff that you need to know to do your job, you know, and, like, that's kind of how it, it operates. Um, so working on a team that's small – is it a little bit more like collaborative then? Do you feel like you kind of know what's going on and like everybody kind of shares the same vision and is working more like collaboratively? Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely feel like that. Um, Cause one thing I get told a lot, not from my coworkers, but just from the internet who I know I shouldn't listen to generally, but um, <laughs> they'll be like, Oh, you just work in communications. You're not actually a dev. Mm. And I I don't know if it's because of the size. This is my first job in games. I don't know if it's because of the size of the company, but I am involved in a lot of like we'll have full studio meetings about like balancing and new content, and we all play test together. It it feels a lot more collaborative. I've I mean I have a couple things in game that one of them I like to I like to feel like I was a reason for it because it's a little cursed but <laughs> oh that's awesome that's got to be like really satisfying to kind of right. like see you know an idea that you had be brought to life that's really cool and also uh those people who say that just suck <laughs> if you're involved yeah. at all in like a game coming to fruition like you're you're a game dev like there's no yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter like you're working well, I mean, on the game, the game. can't like pro like you can't have a community without a community manager you know you can't yeah. have that like social media conversation w about the game and about and like connecting to the fans of the game without that person and that's who you are so you directly are involved in the game and like the process of helping people like get their feedback to the the people like fixing bugs and stuff you know so it's just it's I, I think that's kind of bullshit when people say that, but yeah, you know. it's just it's just gamers being gamers. <laughs> it's yeah. Speaking <laughs> speaking about gamers being gamers and the internet being bad. Um, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel though? Like being like a woman in the game space as a game dev. Like I know that's probably like a question that you get often, but just you know. <laughs> um, I feel very lucky. Like with my job specifically with who I work with the the company I'm at now I feel very supported but I I spent about three years applying for jobs in games and was not always felt welcome by places that I applied at and then I had a whole 
I had a whole ordeal a few weeks ago on Twitter. I remember. That is kind of, that was, that was a whole thing. Um, that really kind of, I feel like over the past, I've been at my job for about a year and a half. I feel over that past, like that past year and a half, I've been kind of spoiled because of who I work with. And it was just kind of a wake up call again on how, how much further we have to go with women being respected in the industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always, it's wild when you have those moments though, because like you do get to, I feel like. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to speak for, for all marginalized groups. Like, they can't talk today. But um, I'm just, right. like, as a woman, I feel like there are certain points when, like, you sit down and you're like, you know what? It's, like, definitely not equal, but it's it's not, you know, things are getting better. It's not that bad. And then, like, something will happen. And you're just like, ah, wait, no. Yeah, that's right. There like, it is. <laughs> there it yeah. is. Exactly. You know? I mean, and that was even, like, to, that was even, like, today. Like, they're... I don't even know what it was about, but there was some fucking video game bullshit. Uh, it was some game. Oh, it was the fucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla thing, and like mm. the that Kotaku or I think it was either Kotaku or Polygon interview about um the like woman playable character um and how like that whether or not that's historically accurate, and of course people were like being fucking rabid about it. Yeah. Um and it was just like, what was it? It was my, our friend Jay tweeted something along the lines of like, I love that you can't like, like, or it was like, I, I just, seeing someone say that you can't criticize a game simply because it has the audacity to show a woman sure is a fucking take. And I was like, oh God, yeah, <laughs> we, we God. still out here in 2020. We, we really are. And I think it's really interesting. So like my, my degree is actually in psychology. I and I I used to do a lot of research psychology and actually one of my research studies was on how people perceived a male protagonist in the game versus a female protagonist Mm -hmm. and so I had like this whole study where I had like I came up with a fake game that had a male protagonist it was the same exact story just a male protagonist female protagonist dressed exactly the same like all the same characteristics and like even in my study I found that people judge the female protagonist a lot harsher than they judge the the male protagonist so the so yeah it's I don't know (laughs) yeah I mean it reminds me god I can't gosh we have so many EGM pieces I can't even remember what's come out yet and what has not come out like so I'll I'll be very vague about it because I edited it and this just kind of reminds me but there was somebody who was talking about how um oh you know what this piece has not come out yet but anyway (laughs) I'll just talk very briefly about a little bit in there um but somebody wrote about how uh with with female characters it's like you have to tread around doing anything that's like that could be humanizing for a male character like any sort of romance or relationships and stuff like that you have to you get so many stoic female characters or female characters that have like any sort of like love interest ripped away from them like stuff like you know Lara Croft and Tomb Raider or Aloy and Horizon um, people who have to be very like I don't know I guess just just more detached uh, because yeah. if you let them slide into that role they're perceived so much worse yeah. than like a male character with a love you you couldn't have a female character who acts the same way as as Nathan Drake like you couldn't no she would be perceived totally different it would not be cool yeah it it's is a yeah. big bummer <laughs> it's a really it's a really interesting bummer yeah. interesting bummer um so I guess kind of pivoting um a little bit here, but still kind of staying in that same vein. Mm-hmm. Um the the whole reason that Sam and I started like really talking, aside from the fact that we did a podcast together, um a different podcast, I guess is worth uh, <laughs> specifying. Um, but we were talking because uh there was the whole. Naughty Dog, Last of Us 2 leak situation a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a couple weeks? Time's fake. I don't actually know it, when that yeah, was. Yeah, time doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything to me was last week. 
like everything i mean literally like 20 minutes ago you were talking about a podcast you recorded last night caitlin and i was like holy shit that was last night (laughs) so (laughs) that's where i am (laughs) yeah time is not real no Um, no (laughs) but recently uh naughty dog had i think basically all of the last of us 2 leak um and like definitely like ending spoilers and stuff and like people were freaking the fuck out and of course people were like you know posting the spoilers or like talking about them in articles and whatever and it was this whole big thing where a lot of games journalists were really like bemoaning the fact that someone would leak like this because it just like especially because at the time there was like a rumor or like a thought that somebody might have done it out of retaliation for like poor work environment um which as far as i know naughty dog has said is not the case but i also don't trust those motherfuckers because like they already (laughs) don't have a great history of like Mm -hmm. being open and honest about how their investigations work anyway a lot of people were like you know like it hurts that whole team it's such a big deal and i was kind of like I only really see games journalists saying this. Um, I don't really see, like, devs out here being like, this is so terrible, like, how could you do that to people? Um, So I just kind of put out a tweet, and I was like, hey, like, not in an antagonistic way, but just, like, genuinely, like, if there are devs out there who can talk about it, like, how to, like, what do y'all think? And Sam was, like, kind enough to respond, and we kind of got talking, and she just kind of brought up, you know, like, the community aspect of her job is something I feel like we don't hear about very often when it comes to leaks, but that was the thing that made the most sense to me. Um, So I don't know, Sam, do you want to kind of go into that and, like, what you were telling me, like, in our DMs a bit? Like, how you feel about leaks and, like, how they impact you specifically? Yeah, so, like, for me, and I think I mentioned this in our DMs too, I feel like if you talk to different parts of a dev team, you'll get different opinions on leaks in general. Um, But from a community perspective, I know I'll spend a lot of time putting something together to like hype up a new feature or like a a new game mode or just anything like that. And like just the idea of working on something, I'll usually spend weeks planning and then trying to execute it. And then before I get to do that, someone else is like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I found out this is happening. Like it just kind of takes away from all the work that I put in because then I'm like well now well now all this stuff that I did doesn't matter because now people know yeah um yeah no that that would make sense for sure yeah and then the other thing because this is something that kind of briefly happened and like I work for I work for a small sandbox mobile game so it's not like the game I work for has like huge story spoilers or anything like that so I'm not trying to like create a narrative about a story um through like my campaigns and stuff but like we've had before someone be like hey somebody is posting these builds and then we end up having to like clean up a mess that was an unfinished build this isn't actually what the product is supposed to look like Mm. because people will like get upset about the the state of what they saw when usually it's something that's not finished oh i mean we see that all the time even with like movies and stuff like people will say like i remember like every time there's a new batman movie people always (laughs) post photos of like the batmobile on the bat so like this looks like garbage and then like a million people have to jump on and be like that's because like it doesn't have the effects on it and also it's the suit that they use when they're doing stunts and also like like just like all these things like that's not what it actually looks like but people get so pissed off yeah just like right off the bat yeah and so like I can speak more from like a community perspective because I have had to clean up messes where it's like okay well that's actually not how that's supposed to be but that is not (laughs) correct that is not correct um so so how do you all kind of deal like like what is the mess cleaning up process look like if you can like if you're allowed to talk about that I guess so generally it kind of depends um and like like I can say I can only speak from kind of like a small mobile game perspective but like be like oh oops we'll take that out and and if anybody like when it's brought up just being like you know this wasn't supposed to go out yet sorry about that (laughs) but it hasn't happened often to us, but 
it's been mostly like small things like oh oops this you know this this block because our game is centered around blocks uh they weren't supposed to know that was there yet and now they know mm. Um, is it, does it normally, is it like normally just like an internal accident type thing? It's never like any sort of like malicious, like people digging around and find stuff. And it's always just kind of like, oh, somebody accidentally shared this a little earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually what's happened to us. Like, like we have had people try to post builds on sketch, like builds of our game on sketchy sites Mm. and had players come to us like, what the fuck is up with this? Um, Mm -hmm. but it's mostly just been like a little oopsie usually not a big deal um but even then like sometimes i'll be planning like oh we have this new block set oh this would be a fun way to to announce that that's coming and then it's like oh well now it's kind of (laughs) known that it's there and that yeah kind of takes like the the fun out of it i guess yeah and game dev is is a lot you kind of hold on to the little things to keep you going and that's kind of the way that, like, I remember, oh, God, one of the first episodes of Palin Around that we mm-hmm. did uh, was about, um, I mean, it was, it was, was it about leaks, actually? Like, was that the topic? It was, it was related it, to that. It was, like, it was related. Yeah, it was something, like, super adjacent to that. But we ended up talking about, and, like, I ended up being uh, kind of on the side of, like, yeah, but the people who work at, like, studios are, are people, and, like, it would suck to have that ruined for you, and, uh you know, I, I don't remember exactly what the conversation was, but I, I totally relate to that. I feel like I would feel the same way. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, it, it just kind of depends on who you talk to, too, because I know even like we've talked about leaks in my workplace a lot, like regarding mm-hmm. other games. And, you know, I know of at least one person who's like, I don't really care. And then mm-hmm. others who are like, no, that sucks because we spend forever on like people spend forever on this. And then kind of that small excitement you get from getting to show a finished product can be in a way taken away. I guess. And like part of that too, is it's just like having that kind of like control over your own message and your own product, which is why I understand like, cause I feel like uh, when we talked about it, in that episode before Caitlin you were kind of more mm-hmm. on the side of like well like it's okay for like journalists to kind of talk about it and stuff like that because um you know it's not necessarily about these people having complete control like we can kind of look mm-hmm. at it like you know it, like it, I don't remember exactly yeah. what the con but I it think, was you were I think it was basically like you like it was you're right it was like you basically being like you know like I I get like you you want to have control of the message like and if mm-hmm. you work really hard on something you want to be able to like be the one that says like hey here's this cool thing um yeah which i do get um and i think my thing was more of like because i think what we were talking about was like the fact of like journalists covering leaks yeah and, yeah and, like, i think it, we whether were. it was like okay or not or like a good thing for the industry mm-hmm. and like i still kind of i think the more like talking to cm2 the more like one the community stuff never really registered to me just because like again like sam even said it earlier like people are like oh you're not a game dev like normally like if someone's like oh there's spoilers i'm like oh like the narrative people are gonna be upset or whatever um but the community thing actually makes a lot more sense to me because honestly like it kind of seems like a lot of story stuff kind of like crowd control too in that like for you to have to deal with like in there mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. so yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there. Are, I can only imagine how like, like the community managers mm-hmm. over at Naughty Dog. Like, there are so many people who are like pissed off already about the story. They haven't even played the game, but like they've heard things that are going to happen, and they're pissed off, or like they're mad that the dates that date keeps moving around. Like, oh well, if you can move it, you know, forward a couple months, like surely it was already done. So why'd you push it back in the first? Like, I've. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I just work at fucking GameStop and I hear people complaining about all of this stuff and I, I can only imagine that Naughty Dog is getting some real like shitty weird messages pretty much constantly yeah. right now. Yeah. Probably. And I think that's the main point for me though is like I don't give a shit about Naughty Dog. <laughs> Fuck Naughty <laughs> right. Dog. But like a, an indie studio like I could totally see how like a leak would just fucking suck for everybody but like especially Mm -hmm. like so many indie games have such a hard time finding budget for marketing and pr and that kind of stuff and like it's so much extra work like what like sam you were even saying like you kind of do everything yeah like (laughs) that's a ton 
And so, like, for, for people in that position and, like, small indie studios and stuff, like, yeah, that fucking sucks. That's terrible. Like, I'm not, don't like indie shit, but, like, fuck Neil Druckmann. I don't give a shit about that, man. <laughs> well, I think there's all, it also takes, like, a lot for for people like Neil Druckmann or anybody who's kind of like the face of a company without necessarily being like I don't know Neil Druckmann's probably a bad example because he is more hands-on with it but like I don't know I just think it takes a lot for these people to come out and like complain and shame people when it's like maybe worry about like uh your sexual uh, like internal yeah yeah like worry about your sexual misconduct allegations worry about uh, fridging all your queer characters um worry about being not a hack i don't know worry Um, about uh crunch and worry about the morale of the people who actually have like spent the last like year working 60 hour weeks uh making this game who are having their work uh kind of i don't know about making your your lesbian character into a fucking trope <laughs> as yeah. like your main fucking story well, and it's anyway just, anyway well because that's the main thing right though like whenever we yeah. see these people bitching and moaning it's big prevalent games journalists and it's like neil Druckmann or cory marlock or like mm-hmm. which is why i put out that tweet because i was like it's not like you're not seeing the people in the writer's room talking about it right like you're not seeing their pr team you're not seeing like their community manager um so it's like it's just annoying to not get the take and especially from people who are big like that it's like i don't know i mean i'm sure there are folks on that team who are like damn that sucks but also like as much as people want to fucking bitch they're gonna buy that game like Mm -hmm. those people are probably gonna get their dev bonus or whatever if they have that well and also i think that part of it too is like especially those big triple a studios i think a lot of people have to sign like ndas and stuff Mm -hmm. too so it's like they can't really talk about it yeah uh yeah which which sucks because then you're silencing the the people who are like the workers you know what i mean like the, the the mass of people who are actually like in there um putting in the work pretty messed up that's a that's a pretty common thing too i hear i've heard a lot of stories from like my coworkers who know people who you know at a at a previous studio that they worked at you know they're like oh this person that i worked with talked about this thing on the bus that they weren't supposed to talk about and now they're blackballed from the industry yeah it's uh, garbage it is garbage yeah and like that's why like i yeah, it's hard, you know, because like even it's 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 different with like working in games and like games journalism, but there's still sort of like and it, it's like any industry too. It's like any entertainment industry, any like sort of media. You have to like tread this fine line of kind of having a spine and saying what mm-hmm. you feel and standing up for what's right, um, and and being able to call people out. But at the same time, you do that too much and you lose the ability to even do so because you're so blacklisted. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it's, it kind of, it sucks because it puts people into, I don't know, it's just using fear. It's using fear to kind of make it to where people can't speak. Yeah. Well, and that's why too, like the whole, like I know we're, like now people aren't really sure like what the actual truth of that is, but like when the rumor or thought that someone had leaked out of retaliation because of the mm-hmm. poor work environment. There were so many people who were like, oh, well, that's not, like, an appropriate way to handle that. Like, you're hurting all these people. And it's like, okay, well, like, what do you think someone had to have gone through to, like, to do that to themselves, right? Because, like, yeah, you know, they're taking a risk, too, for their career and shit, like, as we just pointed out. So, like... I don't know. It's just, like, the hand-wringing is really annoying to me because, like, past a certain point, like, that kind of seems like the only power people have when they're, you know, being locked into these contracts and stuff. And, like, again, I think it's different depending on the scale of the company, but... And, like, in theory, I mean, like I said, Naughty Dog has said that it was not an internal leak. That's, like, their... Last I saw, that was, like, kind of their formal Mm -hmm. conclusion. Um, It would makes sense to me because that if somebody were to do that it makes perfect sense because that seems like an attempt to regain control over your creative like property basically like your intellectual property not saying that the whole thing is but it's like when you when you're not your name is not the thing that people associate with that game you know what I mean you're such a a, you Mm -hmm. feel like such a small part of it and then do have 
the rigorous labor and and the the sexual misconduct and just like be in that sort of workplace like i feel like at a certain point you would reach this place where it's like fuck it like this is like my game like i i want to throw this out there and like i totally get why someone would do it (laughs) yeah and i also feel like there is room to talk about like like in my pers- like my perspective is that like I think that you can be angry about like your favorite game series getting leaked and getting ruined for you, but also mm-hmm. you can be angry about the mistreatment of the workers. Like you could be angry about both. You don't have to pick a side. Like you for could sure you could be mad. You could be like, okay, well maybe I don't believe that leaking the game was the right answer. But also like like Caitlin said, like what other power do you yeah, have at that point to do, to do? Mm-hmm. like what like there there are like both sides of it and again they said that this wasn't an employee whatever else but like i think it does just kind of bring light onto that though like people thought it was an employee because of all of your past and all the things that you've been doing you know so i don't know i think there's room to be upset about both so absolutely like i completely agree and like yeah. when i said that i more meant like i wasn't saying like oh yeah leak games like that's the way like you know that's the way to fight the man i'm but saying just that more a like... little bit but <laughs> <laughs> but more just like i totally get why someone would do that like does it suck for the people around them like probably a little probably not the best thing to do but like no but it, i mean it makes sense yeah so. it makes total sense like i i get that and like i don't think i don't know yeah i agree with you kayla that's all i'm saying i totally agree yeah, I think it's kind of part of the gamer entitlement conversation, too, of, like, right. yeah, you can be pissed, but also, like, I don't know, be pissed on your own time, show solidarity with people who need you. Mm-hmm. Also, like, it's it's just a game, again, at the end of the day, it's a zombie yeah. game. Getting back to <laughs> Sam's position, though. <laughs> yes, Sam. But no, <laughs> um, I, I can see, especially because, I mean, you know, earlier, Sam, you kind of brought up, like, how you have to make like these campaigns like you have to make full-blown ad campaigns that take like weeks to to make um and that would be frustrating it'd be frustrating to have to go to work you know 40 hours a week plus for a couple weeks in a row working on something and the whole time you're just like "Mm, well it feels like the the lightning was kind of stolen from me on this but i guess i'm gonna do this (laughs) yeah and yeah. yeah, like in my experience, I mean, I just, I mean, I go through with it anyways, but it doesn't feel the same, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh yeah, I put this out and, but it, it doesn't have the same excitement to me of when I take on a, a project, I'm like, okay, this is my pride and joy while I'm working on this. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's just overdramatic of me, but <laughs> No, I don't think that's overdramatic at all. Like, that's how, like, that's the ideal way to work, right? Like, you want something that, like, brings you happiness, yeah. you know? It's, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. like, having that, still being able to put it out, but then just kind of feeling like, okay, well, now it doesn't mean basically anything. You know, and, like, of course, like, obviously it does still mean things, but I totally get, like, what you mean, because it just, like... Yeah, it gets it gets to a point where like that's where your mind goes. Like you kind of get that defeatist mentality where like, okay, well yeah, this this doesn't, you know, like the the meaning that I could have given this thing has been stripped away from me. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like like from the the community perspective, uh I often feel like my role we like people in my role because I know I'm not the only one who has who has expressed this, but like People in, like, the community roles are often feeling like we have to, like, fight for our recognition as game devs because yeah. people are just like, no, you're you're not actually doing anything. And so, like, st- small stuff like that can even, or quote-unquote small, you know, it can, it can mean a lot. Uh, that makes, that makes complete sense. And it's just, God, that just drives me crazy that people would say that stuff. Like, people just really don't. I can't believe you have to, like fight for your game title <laughs> like that's i mean so i can stupid. because gamers are shitty but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like it's so it's so frustrating it's like who how do you think you hear about these games like who's the person who contacts um the the media and who gives people these these copies of these games so that people can try it out and write about it who's the person who just creates those people the ad campaigns because they pay for those reviews <laughs> huh oh yeah that's true those people are bad because they pay for reviews yes 
Um, God, no, it's just I, I just don't understand how people don't understand that communication and advertise, advertising um, is a component of uh, selling a product and making something. I mean, I think it comes down to just like gamers don't know shit about shit when it comes to game dev. <laughs> But, like, everybody wants to talk like they do. Like, that's a big thing, right? Like, we all remember, like, the vertical slice of Horizon, right? Like, Mm. where it was showing how they do the uh, rendering in the world and how, like, it only renders, like, what's right in front of you. Um, And there was that whole thing where one guy was like, this is so basic. Why would you show this? And then, like, other people were like, well, because, like, people are uneducated about how game dev works. And it's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, people are super uneducated. Like, I don't know shit about shit. I don't know shit about shit either. I'm here talking about games with you guys, and I'm like, what the fuck does any of this mean? Yeah, well, that's why I appreciated Sam talking to me, because, you know, it was just an actual conversation. Um, And, like, getting that insight is so important, and we just don't often get it, I think, a lot, because, you know, people are kind of gagged. Yeah. But, like, it's just, yeah, it's just... I'm sure Sam can probably say more about it being frustrated, but it's it's frustrating <laughs> to watch from the outside. <laughs> yeah, it, even I, like, I've been, I've only been in the industry a year and a half, and so even I'm learning a lot. So there's even things where I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, I was wrong on that. And I think that's also an important thing to recognize, but I've I've also been very lucky that my coworkers will tell me when I'm wrong. And not just tell me when I'm wrong, but they'll tell me why. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I learned something today. It, and when people sit there and tell you that you're not a dev, it, it does grate on you a bit. And so, I mean, I've had, back when, back when we could go into the studio, <laughs> my boss has on more than one occasion taken me into the, the meeting room and been like, Sam, you are a dev just like the rest of us. You're doing great because it gets to you yeah I mean I feel like with any position where like you're creating something there's already that like inherent like imposter syndrome you know especially because it's like you know you said which obviously if you got the job you were qualified for it even even if like maybe on paper paper, you know what I mean but like there yeah you know but like the thing is is like you you were qualified they thought you were the best person and they chose you but like even from from like the get-go like there's that sense of like imposter syndrome like well I don't know you know like this is my first game dev job and 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 when you create anything it's there you know and so it's like just to have that piled on top of that that sucks it sucks that people make others feel that way yeah that was actually when I had the whole ordeal on Twitter that was something that was said to me a lot they're like you work in communications you're not making shit like Mm. oh okay Granted, that whole thing. Tell that to the hours of video I've edited. The hours of video, I spend as much, if not more, time in Unity than some of the other people on the team. Jesus. People have, like, the weirdest fucking ideas about, like, what makes a game and what makes a game dev, though. What's so fun? I was actually, I was just writing a review on uh, If Found, which is, like, a new Annapurna, like, interactive type title. And, And, like, those games this just reminds me because like so many people are quick to point out like these aren't really games like Big Florence games. isn't really a game yeah like it's it's just it, like they're they're you not real. Like, your feelings gay. <laughs> yeah. no but there is like this review of Florence that I was reading and somebody was like this is just like this game is trash I can't believe I spent three dollars on it and I'm still mad that I wasted three dollars that's how mad I am that like Bro, you can't even th- buy like, a this cup game of coffee is not a real for three dollars fuck off yeah and uh and like they were just going on they're like oh it's just like it's a it's the politically correct thing to call this a game right now but it's like really like you know if you're just sitting in there writing a story and like that's not really i'm like okay so now the people who write stories for games are not making a game okay like these these people are not game makers all right jess if you are not actively programming the fatalities you are not a game though that seems to be the that seems to be the thought <laughs> if you're not pro yeah, it was, just, you're it not was so wild if you are not making pew pews in the game or if you are not making the female <laughs> character's boobs very large sex work or murder sam you <laughs> are not, not a, a game, game dev. dev oh god but like, i'm so sorry sam <laughs> yeah honestly we're just sorry um but i mean that's the thing too it's like how like gamers don't know what the fucking engine actually is 
I still don't really know what an engine is. Listen, I watched that Unreal Engine like reveal the other day and I was just like, yeah, this looks nice. I don't understand it. I don't no, understand I, anything. Andrew and Mikey were making fun of me because we watched it in the Discord and you could like hear in my voice that my eyes had completely glazed over. Like <laughs> it was you could hear the no thought head empty through like the call. It I was like, yeah, this looks great this sounds great and then i'm like okay uh what's like what is going on the triangles what (laughs) what see and then you have the people who are pissed when game devs are like hey we're gonna show you this behind the scenes thing like oh it's so basic why are they showing it because people don't fucking know yeah like admit for a second that you don't know everything and and let the people who actually do this work um explain something to you for once um yeah, so Sam. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of what kind of stuff do you do in Unity? Um, so I I mainly go in there for game capture stuff. Um, so I'll go in there and I'll get like shots of of new maps and stuff. Um, a lot of our game is player creation, so I'll also go like go in and get like special shots of player creations and stuff. I do it for a lot of game capture. Um, okay. We have one feature in-game where basically you can take a a picture with a camera and then you can decorate it with, like, different stickers and different uh, templates and stuff. And I I actually got to go into Unity and make the templates and stuff for that feature. Oh, that's super cool. But I mainly do it for that. Um, I also find a lot of bugs because apparently I'm really good at that. I'm good at breaking things. Uh, I mean, people, we we need that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to know how to break it if you don't, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I also, um, a lot of my admin tools are in there. So, like, when I need to, to ban someone, because it's an online game, if I need to ban someone or if I need to send out in-game rewards or, or certain messages and stuff, I do that within Unity in the in the tool. I'm going to, I actually want to know, because we were just talking about how we don't really understand engines and things like that. Um, how do you, how do you work Unity? Like, is it like, is you just like open up a program? So I have. I, I want to know. I want yeah. to No, I'm not loving you. I'm just thinking of just, and then I just opened my Unity and then there. Um, so I have a, a few step processes. So our, our game has a. Uh, a connection to steam so i have to make sure i'm logged into steam and then i have to open source tree and then i have to make sure everything is facing the right branch keep in mind i hardly know what any of this means i'm just regurgitating <laughs> what the engineers tell me so that i know what to do <laughs> i'm honestly really upset that you still have to be logged into steam uh me too our game is mobile now but at one point it was pc vr um oh. But if we completely removed it from Steam, then we would lose what we need for dev access. So. It's just like Steam is like death. It's just always there. It's, it's always just there. always, always there. It finds a way to weasel itself in. <laughs> um, and so like when they have on Tuesdays, when they have the maintenance windows, you can't do anything in Unity in our game. And it hurt. That's that's so weird. Yeah, and then we have like different branches. So we have like we have the the live branch, which is the stuff that players can see. We also have like QA branches. We have a special branch that was made for me, uh, for my game capture stuff. Um, that they appropriately named Furby Branch. Nice. Because I have Furbies at my desk at the studio. That's cute. <laughs> and um, so I just have to make sure, depending on what I want to do, it's facing the right branch. So if I want to get like shots of something that isn't out yet so that I can, you know, put out a post about that feature when it's out and just have it ready to go, I would go into into like one of the staging branches if i want to get player creations i have to go into the live branches and 
this is going to be probably a really stupid question. So it was like a branch kind of almost like a server? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. It, I guess just making sure I was facing the right branch, and then I just open Unity and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I just, like, I honestly, I've never, the only thing that I've ever worked with in terms of game dev is RPG Maker, which is not the same thing. <laughs> so I was curious. <laughs> I have my, I am very prone to Unity crashing on me. Mm. Um, So you can see like the conversations between me and one of our, one of our engineers. That's always just me saying, Corey. And it's gotten to a point where he's like, Sam, go away, please. <laughs> because it's, he knows. It's like you're, you're Cinderella. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, Corey, can you guess why I'm sending this message? And he's like, no, I'm not here anymore. <laughs> just sends you an out of office reply <laughs> exactly you're so good at finding bugs and the things that need to be fixed that um you you also destroy the the, the server it's okay yeah i just destroyed <laughs> all of unity um it, it's so it's okay. bad i destroyed our store the other day <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gotten so bad that for halloween last year the actually the engineer that i'm always messaging about unity came to work for for Halloween dressed as a Unity crash. Nice. I love that. And so that was a whole thing. Um there's also one of my coworker one of my old coworkers. She's not there anymore, but she used to take pictures of my mental breakdowns under my desk. <laughs> Cuz I very notoriously like people will always be like, "Oh man, I'm just going to hide under my desk." I actually hide under my desk. When I get, like, once I reach a certain level of frustration, I end up under my desk. Honestly, I think that is what qualifies you as working in game dev. If you've ever hid under your desk having a mental break, like, that's it. That's what it is. It's a rite of passage. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't ended up under your desk at least once. I'm not sure what you're doing. Yeah. What kind of (laughs) life is that? Like, come on. You're not living. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, Sam, did we have? Do, do you have, have any other? Oh, yeah. Do you have Sam? Do you have anything that you want to throw at the people that you know is on your brain? Be nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Don't be an asshole. Also, treat people with kindness. Treat people with kindness, and the a lot of times uh, bugs take a long time to fix. Be patient. Yeah. Also, yeah, direct I could... your anger at fucking terrible companies and not like the people <laughs> who are just doing everyday work i just keep circling back into like this rage spiral about the uh the not being a game dev thing and um people's opinions on what makes something a game and what makes somebody a person who works on games and mm, it's gamers they're bad yeah oh yeah it's that was one thing said to me a lot i had people try to get me fired Oh yeah, I I'll believe that. I I see those types of threats like being made on Twitter, like oh I'm gonna contact like I I don't even know like Ubisoft and and say this about you. And it's yeah, like, they oh, contacted okay. the company, but they don't realize that I'm the one that answers those. <laughs> <laughs> they don't They're really like the people who ask for the manager. Then you get you to know, be I'm the manager. I'm the manager. Just do a quick turnaround. Like <laughs> let me grab them. And like, hello, bitch. On. T- <laughs> On top of that, like, I'm the one that answers those. And they also don't realize that my boss was in some of the comments defending me. So, like, I'm not sure how far you think you're going to go. That's wild. Are you talking about the conversation that you were having where you were literally just like, women belong in gaming spaces? That was all I said. (laughs) That was all I said. Like, what the, like, that does not, I don't understand that, how you just made that one statement that is clear and true and that made people so upset like fuck off that was i did not so i i always when i say stuff like that i expect some level of backlash but i usually just expect the regular you know i have to mute like a a few people move on Mm -hmm. it's whatever um the level of backlash that one got actually took me by surprise yeah because it's such a like just an innocuous statement yeah (laughs) like it's it's just like there's like why? Why? <laughs> it's just it's that one like meme. The why? why? Like that is that is literally how I feel right now. It's not even like you're like. So what is y'all's stance on the death penalty? Like it's like a, <laughs> like 
<laughs> or like women like only only women belong in gaming spaces yeah. it's, just, it's just like yeah like, i'm tired so sam you must be very tired yeah i i think the thing that that i'm thinking now and it, it, what's so ironic about these people who are so gatekeepy about that stuff is like the majority of these people who are trying to like i don't know say like ah the work you do it, it doesn't count these are the same people who have like fucking like podcasts that they're doing and and they get so frustrated because they're like trying to get codes and like trying to like i want to work at kotaku i want to work at ig you know mm-hmm. and and these that's because that's who it is it's always those people mm-hmm. it's always those like small like one guy recording the, this content like trying to make it and it's like you're really going to like just shit on everyone around you who's like doing the things that you want to be a part of because it's always it's always those people that's not how you get ahead in the industry bud like i have a really fun question for everybody before we end this and it is Mm. we have a name for the white lady who is really who's usually a boomer maybe maybe gen x who is like calling the cops things like that like the karen what is mm-hmm. the name for the angry white male gamer Kyle what is his brian name? it's brian is it brian it's either maybe, brian or kyle i would say kyle was like the the punching holes in the wall yeah kyle is definitely <laughs> kyle is definitely too. shotgunning a mountain dew as we speak <laughs> or tyler tyler seems tyler. very uh, yeah. One of my best friends' name is Tyler, but I think he would be okay with this. I'm also <laughs> friends with a Kyle, Craig? but like he knows, he knows what his name has done. Mm-hmm. I have, I have yeah. someone in my streaming community named Kyle, and I made a Kyle joke once, and like he just took it with stride and went with it. And so now I just call him Funny Kyle. Like I very specifically call him, "You're Funny Kyle." You're not. Right, you're well, there it is. It's Kyle. Kyle. It's Brian. It's, Kyle. it's Tyler. <laughs> And that's and your Karen. name. Fuck off. <laughs> Just so we all know, like whenever this happens in the future and like somebody's like adding you, you can mute them or you could just throw them like the okay Kyle and then <laughs> and then make them more mad and then you mute them. And it's great. Yeah, I Speaking of which, uh we have an okay gamer shirt. You can buy it yeah. at uh, uppercutcrit.com/store. Hopefully, hey, I did read with the store so we'll find out. Um, no, the store is good. Store's up and running. Okay, good. I, I, believed... I, I fixed it that day. Okay, I, I thought that you had, but I was like, who could say? Maybe I just really <laughs> drove it into the ground. No, no, I fixed it that day. It's good. it's up and good. I felt too bad to check. Um, <laughs> I was like, I really I really did a bad on this one. Um, <laughs> fuck, I had, a, I had a good transition, and then I just got too in the weeds on that. Um... <laughs> God, Caitlin, you would have loved the last podcast that we recorded. I, uh, I would like, I was like, oh, and I have a really good transition for this. And then I was like, but if I say that every single time, it completely ruins how good the transition is, but I'll never stop saying it. Yeah, I was going to say, or you're just very Uh, committed to the bit. Yeah. So every, every single time, like I had like this really good segue, I'd be like, oh, and here's a great segue. Oh, ruined it. (laughs) Oh, I don't know how to be smooth. But no, anyway, we're not, yeah, we're not yes. good at starting or ending these things. But uh, no. Sam, where can the people find you if they would like to do so? They want to find me. Uh, like in a fun way. No, in, a fun, in a fun way. <laughs> like in a fun and flirty way. <laughs> um, All of my social media handles are the same. They're just at the Samethyst. I promise I'm not pretentious. Samethyst was just taken. Uh, That's fair. <laughs> so... I always feel like I have to add that in there because I'm like, yeah, I'm the Samethyst. <laughs> At least you're not the Samethyst. The Samethyst. The is that is like that's the like, pinnacle. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um. Do you have any like? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like I know. Um, you work on a game, but <laughs> is there anything that you want to like plug or promo, like your Twitch or you know anything else you're working on? Uh. Yeah, so I mean, the game I work for is called Quirk. It's on Android and iOS. And then I stream as much as I can at twitch.tv slash Samethyst. And if any of you are mean to Sam, I will 
We'll I put will you in jail. Ask you, I will ask you where I can find you on the next podcast. <laughs> in <about laughs> Just so no. Jess can come beat your ass. <laughs> I, I will fight you because Sam is a treasure. And if you make her hide under her desk. <laughs> it doesn't take much for you. to send me there. But <laughs> yeah, honestly, next time someone gives you shit, Sam, just send them our way. Um, um, also, Sam, I am downloading your game right now. Oh? I am. I just downloaded it. You should put on the, the you should see if you can find the cat. So this is my, my pride and joy <laughs> here. Um, so back in January, I pitched a game mm-hmm. to the studio during happy hour uh, based around Cats the movie, mm-hmm. but a game. That I enjoyed <laughs> that movie, so. It was wonderful. And so now there's like a cat role play set in the game and you can cat paws are optional i love it i I see right here i see that you can adopt your very own pet and there is a corgi with a naruto headband um i'm in that's perfect for you oh i'm making my character right now how's the naruto been going jess you still watching that so here's the thing (laughs) this is totally not related to this episode um i started watching it i'm on like episode eight and then andrew's like no 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 no. like i want to watch it too so wait for me i'll catch up and i've been waiting and he has not been catching up and anytime he tries to watch it he falls asleep and i'm like what are you doing to me man what are you doing what's happening (laughs) just watch it in secret don't tell him (laughs) i'm yeah that's what's uh, uh, now that it's on a podcast it's extra secret (laughs) okay i'll cut this out um (laughs) take a note (laughs) Um, just Kayla, leave it in. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm gonna leak my own plan. Speaking of leaks, yeah, yeah, um, control. I'm taking control over uh, the situation, and I'm leaking this. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jess, where can people find you and your various leaked plans? Uh, people can find me at Jessica Oggs over on Twitter and Instagram, and. Uh, twitch though i really don't use my own channel anymore i i stream over on uppercut primarily uh yeah jessica is pretty much everywhere yeet and kayla yeet. how about you uh you could find me on twitter at oa kayla uh that is where i'm vibing constantly and again streaming on uppercut crit twitch oh yeah and you can find me at CG and 8Rs on Twitter. Pound Around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on Twitter at Uppercut Crit and Instagram at Uppercut underscore Crit or on UppercutCrit.com. If you want to hang out with the Uppercut crew and our various friends, you can join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. And if you like the show, be sure to review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're feeling extra frisky, you can head over to patreon.com slash uppercutcrit and throw any amount of dollars you feel comfortable with at us. Uh, We do deeply appreciate it. And if you give us money at the $7 or above tier, you will get your name read by me and probably butchered like I'm going to do right now. Hell yeah. Patreon producers, as of this moment of recording, are Abnormal Mapping, Adept7777, too many numbers, uh, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Andrea Renee, Andrew Rivera, Andrew Sherman, Chris... Um, shit, I'm actually gonna come back to that one because we have a note about it and I don't remember what it is. Anyway, uh, Colton Crow, DJ Kento, Eli Berg Moss, Eric Jin, Eric Sapp, GameCrash.co.uk, Ginny Wu, Jared Shu, JV Gwaltney, Jesse Peterson, Jesse Vitelli, Cam Conant, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Matthew Flowers, Michael Diaz Suarez, Mikey Phillips, New Mayor, Osman Alamine, Optional Objectives, Quentin Hoffman, Sean Martin, Tyler McCall, and I'm gonna wheels, I'm not gonna fuck your name up. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna fucking do this right. And also Chris Edgerton. Hell yeah. I have a note that I would like to add because I think of it every single time we read off this list. um, And I need to say it today. Yes. Uh, Ginny Wu and Jared Shu, you two are never allowed to stop being patrons because (laughs) your names are so much fun next to each other. (laughs) Ginny Wu and Jared Shu. (laughs) 
It's like some Dr. Seuss shit right in the middle of reading that list. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I thought is about to be like, man, I've been thinking about this for so long, and I just really think we need to implement this change to how we read the patrons. No, I'm so absolutely. happy that it was just... <laughs> no, it's just me telling Jared and Ginny that they have to support us for life because their names are fun. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's going to do it for this time. Thanks for listening, uh, and we will see you in May. Bye. Oh God, Jesus! Bye. Wait, yeah, June. I... Fuck, we're gonna Wait. see you in June. It's May right now. <laughs> I got the time isn't real.